Come on. The time is right. The time is now. Welcome to Lifeblood. Be well, and welcome our guest, strong and powerful Mary Schneider. Welcome, Mary. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really happy to be here. Yeah, excited. Mary is a resonance repatterning expert. She's a kinesiology practitioner. Mary, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Hmm. Well, my personal life, um, I've been in Austin, Texas for 40 years, and um, I uh, became a, an ordained minister in my late 30s. Um, I've never been married, and when you, when you are ordained, it's a big public thing. And really, that was the only um, public commitment I've ever made in my life. And I just did it, really, because I was on this spiritual path, and all my friends were doing it. <laughs> but I didn't know that it would be the most um, significant thing I would do in my life. And... Um, I uh, I ended up out of that commitment becoming a healer um, in my uh, mid 40s, and um, I do a uh, very powerful, very um, transformational healing modality, and it's called resonance repatterning. And um, basically, resonance repatterning uh, is a way to optimize people's frequencies so uh, they can um, transform their lives, change their lives. And it's very profound, and and, and I've been doing it now for 25 years, and this stuff works. <laughs> nice. um, and, yeah, and, George, I, um, I forgot the third part of the question. Oh, just something about the personal life, uh, more about your work, and why you do what you do. Oh, why I do what I do. Yeah, correct. Um, I, uh, I do what I do because I absolutely love um, helping people um, change their lives, helping people heal, helping people move into a different um, space in their lives and become more of who they are. I love it. So it took you until your 30s to make a, a large public commitment. Have you, have you made... Correct commitments after that what uh what is it about commitments that uh, you maybe don't like <laughs> you mean that i'm allergic to sure <laughs> <laughs> actually um i uh, never really did make another big public commitment i made a lot of commitments to myself and god and my work and um you know, all of those things, but no, never another public commitment. Yeah. And I, I don't, I, I, I adhere to these commitments that I've made um, religiously really very well, you know, but, uh, so I imagine if I'd made any other public commitments, it would have been okay. <laughs> Got it. Fair enough. So you, you become an ordained minister and, what 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 led you to becoming a healer? Well, uh, I um, I had three really good friends 
really close friends. And um, um, we bought a ranch together, and we we were going to turn it into uh, an environmentally sound experimental community. And uh, they came home one day, and they said, we're going to take this thing called resonance repatterning. You want to take it with us? And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh-uh. I was in marketing and PR, right? And I'm living with these three healers. So um, they bought it for me, George. And, um, I, you know, I felt like I was obligated to go do that. I mean, it wasn't like I was in chains and dragged there, but, but almost. <laughs> <laughs> I never wanted to be a healer. But you got and, there and, and you thought, well, this stuff's, this, this stuff's pretty cool, for lack of a better term. It resonated with you. Yeah, absolutely. I thought, wow, this stuff is great. I've, I've never seen anything like it. And, um, and I, I told myself, but I'm not going to do it, right? And so um, for some strange reason, about two months later, the woman who developed resonance repatterning, her name is Chloe Wordsworth, and she's an amazing healer. She decided to do all of the trainings for this in Austin and she lives in Phoenix, you hmm. know? Um, and so since they were here, I thought, well, you know, I, I can do that. Um, because my main objection was I didn't want to travel all over the country taking these trainings and, you know, doing all this stuff when I really had no desire to do it anyway. And I kicked and screamed for five years just kicked and screamed, my life completely cratered. I mean, I couldn't get a cab in New York City, you know. (laughs) (laughs) It was just unbelievable. And then one day, I, I, you know, all that time I was trying to work for nonprofits, you know, just do something that would, you know, help people. Uh, and then one day I just had this epiphany. I went, oh, my gosh, I have this incredible technology that I know how to do. And um, and I just decided I should stop resisting <laughs> and, and do it. <laughs> and as soon as I started to do it, my life completely changed. It sounds like things kind of lined up. You had your friends buy the course for you or, or the training for you. You had you had this person locate their training in your city and you resisted and then you resisted and you finally said, okay, fine, I'll stop mm-hmm. resisting. And is that, did, did you essentially do the work on yourself that you're helping other people do? Yeah, exactly. That's when I really, you know, became convinced that this was something that was um, uh, beyond what I'd ever seen before. And I kept doing it on myself and doing it on myself. And and the, the resistance eventually melted away. So when you say doing it on yourself, walk us through what that is. Well, um, mm, it's very technical. Um what it has to do with is the fact that, okay, so, so when you have trauma, 
there is a pathway that is created in your brain. And it's kind of seared into your brain, okay? So that anything that happens as your life goes on, anything that happens that even remotely looks like what that traumatic event was, it could be an emotion, it could be a belief, it could be somebody says a certain thing and it triggers it for you, but then you relive the trauma. And so if you're having an issue, a problem that's going on, either a health problem or, or an emotional problem or a mental problem, that just gets magnified. It, it increases exponentially. And so what we do as resonance repatterning practitioners, we go in and we take that pathway out and we replace it with a new pathway. And that new pathway contains positive emotions, positive beliefs. Pretty much it, it alters all of the stuff that had happened before. And then, you know, you're free of that. And as you go through life, all of a sudden you find out you're not triggered anymore. For me, I used to have a lot of fear. And, and after I had done some of this work for a time, I would, would be in, out in the world in social situations that used to, you know, really cause me anxiety and fear. And I'd be standing there, I'd be going, wow, I don't feel anything. This is, this is incredible. So it's very empowering because you get to stay present. And um, when you're present, you're empowered. And if you're being triggered into the past or into the future or whatever, you're not present. And it's harder to um, achieve what you want, to stay in your heart, to um, make forward movement. I mean, it's just it's just uh, a totally different way of being. Is it fair to say that 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 chronic emotional pain is unnecessary? Absolutely. I mean, that's a you know that's kind of a, a, a difficult question because of course it's necessary or it wouldn't be happening. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm. I mean, we we learn from our pain. Um, people have, I, I can tell you, I've had people in my office who have told me that cancer was the best thing that ever happened to them because it made them wake up in a way that they hadn't in the past, you know, and in a different way. And look at life in a different way. And so, you know, you know pain is not, it's, it's, you don't have to live with pain if you don't want to, right? You can say, wait a minute, I, I don't need this. I'm tired of this. Generally, that's what it is. You know, when I had a speech, spiritual teacher that used to say, when you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, you'll do something about it. Yeah, that's one of my favorites for sure. So I, I, I certainly agree that, that pain is in, can be constructive as long as we're taking the instruction and, and doing something about it, but just having it and going right. through the same crap over and over again just because that's sort of our experience. Um, so how, how, how do I know if I'm stuck in this rut? Oh, you know. You don't know the... It will be like... I am looking at this person and I'm thinking, wow, they have a great life. I wish my life were 
um, there's a there's a way in which you want to participate in life, but you really don't. Um, or you you drink a lot, or you overwork, or there's all, you know there's all kinds of addictions that are attached to these things. You know, people trying trying in a, you know earnestly trying to find a way to get beyond the pain. Um, did that answer your question? Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> just sort of recognizing, okay. <clears throat> and is it then a function that people just don't think that there's a way around it, or yeah. it's just they're just yeah. sitting in it? They think that there's no way around it. They're there. Sometimes their self-esteem is so low in the context of all of this that that um, you know they don't think that they deserve therapy. Yeah, I, I can imagine that it's self worth. It's it's I don't value myself enough to do anything about this. It's just sort of my lot. Um, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the the work that you're doing, you're actually going in and you're obviously working to identify this past trauma, these experiences that existed, and then identify this 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 pathway that's been burned into into our brains right. and then and then we're, we're, we're trying to actually get rid of that and then replace it yeah close it up yeah close it up yeah yeah because once you once you deal with the pain and the limiting beliefs generally these things create limiting beliefs negative beliefs about yourself like i'm unlovable right once you deal with these things and you don't resonate with them anymore, they don't, the stuff doesn't trigger you anymore. It's not like they're, you know, they just don't, they don't matter anymore. But the more you hide things or keep things underneath that were painful, the more it's going to come out in weird ways. And um, you might as well just go work on it, right? Because, Either way, it's going to be painful. But what, what's nice about resonance repatterning is you don't have to relive that stuff. You, we may it may come up, and we may you know, take a look at it, and not necessarily. But it's not like it's not like you have to go through a you know a, a searing um, process that's painful, and and most people love it. You most people end up. Um, either extremely energized, ready to go out and, you know, tackle the world, or they're so relaxed they can't even believe it. <laughs> right. I've had people in my office, you know, they've never been relaxed before. <laughs> they're like, I feel really weird. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? What is this sensation that, 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 that's, right. that's overtaken my body? <laughs> exactly. I feel like you're kind of sinking into the table. Yeah. <laughs> Can you breathe a little deeper? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. You're relaxed. <laughs> nice. It's relaxation, you know. Oh, man, that's really fulfilling. Yeah, I I, I, I I can only imagine. I mean, it's got to be one of the, the, the most wonderful gifts that, that you can give another person is to uh, to help people to, to, to get past this stuff, which is just, you know, I can use all the different analogies out there, but um, 
just to be able to move forward in life um, a different person. Yeah, it's a gift to me, you know, is really what it is. Yeah. And how, is there, do you have a, I'm confident that that everything's relative. How how, how long does this process usually take? Well, the the sessions themselves are an hour and a half to two hours. I tell people to block out two hours. And um, we can pretty much, we can pretty much get it done. Sometimes a little more than that, but not very often. So you can get this process done in a couple hours? Uh-huh. Amazing. Why doesn't everybody do it, Mary? Exactly. You know, I don't. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. You know, <laughs> I don't know if you saw this on my website, but um, 12 or 13 years ago, I had a documentary filmmaker come in for a session, and she was so blown away by the work. And that was just one session. She made a movie out of my practice. And, um, you know, that's what people on there say. It's just, just try it, you know, just just try it. Nike it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's, um, yeah, it's really, that, that's why she made the movie is because she really she thought the whole world needed to know about it. I love it. Amazing. Well, Mary. I love it too. The, the people are ready for your difference making tip. What do you have for them? Well, um, I, uh, I had a spiritual teacher um, about 35 years ago, and he had three basic tenets that he lived his life by. And I've never forgotten them. They are so helpful. The first one is take care of yourself so you can take care of others. Never should on yourself is the second one. And the third one is use everything. No matter what happens, use it to your advantage. Well, I think that, that is great stuff that definitely gets, come on, come on. Use everything to your advantage. Tell me a little bit more about that. So if you're in a situation that's really painful or, you know, you're, you've lost somebody that's really dear to you, you know, you can say, okay, I understand that this is the type of thing that, that, um, that is really painful. However, I know I can grow from this. Because we grow from pain, I know I can grow from this, and um, and so you use that situation, pay attention, and and learn what you can learn from it. So, so that's using everything to your advantage. I love it. That makes sense. Well, Mary, yeah. thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you, and how can people engage with you? Um. Go to repattern it, r e p a t t e r n i t dot com slash masterclass slash, and there's a, a a lot of information there. Perfect. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Mary your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to repatternit.com slash masterclass. And check out all the great resources that Mary has. And, you know, why not Why not invest a couple of hours and, and get the benefits we've been talking about? Thanks again, Mary. Thanks, George. And I loved it.
And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together.